quids. With football and with fucking. Fifty Randy quids. Maybe a dingo ate your baby. Fifty Randy quids. Vagina, vagina, vagina. We watch movies so you don't have to. Welcome to Fifty Randy Quids. I am your host, Chuck Banner. And with me, my co-host, as always, I'm Tater Ricardo, and I'm wearing nothing but a whipped cream bikini. Ooh, you know that's right. And with us via Skype, our other host, JT, penis, 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 vagina, 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 money. (laughs) And we have a returning guest to 50 Randy Quaid. His name is... Jonah Spade. Oh, yeah. And this is episode 108, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Every time you say what episode number it is, I still can't help but think, how the fuck did this get this far? Sidebar, the countdown just makes me think Wayne's World. (laughs) (laughs) We're not worthy. Um, So... Like I said, we watched uh, Varsity Blues, and uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can go to 50RandyQuades.com and let us know what the fuck is up. You know, they call the movie Varsity Blues, but I didn't hear a single damn blues song in the whole thing. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe they just had the blues. (laughs) They wore blue. Yeah, they wore blue. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They wore blue. Maybe they watched the boy in blue. The sky is blue. The sky, And they did mention how blue the sky was at one point. I mean, Billy Bob cried. The color commentator yeah, for the blue. football games was named Stubby Stud Daddy, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's blue enough for me, baby. All right. So we are going to... Uh, Talk about this movie in a few minutes, but until then, why don't you let the sweet fucking sounds of the Varsity Blues trailer grace your fucking ears, and we'll be back. In America, we have laws, and it's just accepted that as a member of American society, you will live by these laws. In West Canaan, Texas, there is another society which has its own laws. We woke up in the Twilight Zone. West Canaan. Sex and football. That's all there is. <laughs> hey, Mark! Let's roll! <laughs> Woo! Lance, can I have your autograph? Right here? I tell you, these players are just running around flawless. Oh, my boy's too much trouble for you. Oh, no, uh Coach. What the hell are you doing? Changing. Oh, come on. I'm wearing underwear. Does it really bother you? I can handle it. Tell me this exam's over in a few weeks. Five more games. No more football, no more Kilmer, and if I get in the brown, no more whiskey. Woo! Damn! Come on, keep your shirt on, Billy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> strip up, man. I'm here to work! This is better than football. This is better than anything. We do things around here my way. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. This game is 48 minutes for the next 48 years of your life. This is your opportunity for you. Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime, but I don't want your life. Disobey me, and I will bury you. I know about your scholarship to Brown. Only way we're going back out in the field without you. Kilmer said, 48 minutes, the next 48 years of our lives. I say we go out there, and we'll leave it all out on the field. We got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods. Let's be heroes. Friday night to fling some fucking pigskin, baby. So I imagine that trailer is 
full of wonderful 90s music is this is an MTV Productions movie. I had no idea. You had no idea? And it was an MTV production. That's like the first thing that comes up when you watch yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. You didn't recognize the astronaut? Yeah, I found out as soon as it popped up. I'm talking about before I watched the movie, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. JT, already going hard. I only understand true or false questions. <laughs> Do you have a concussion? <laughs> Wait, wrong. I'm, not telling I'm sorry. You. Uh, this movie is obviously a comedy, but it is also a drama and apparently a romance, according to IMDb. That was pretty romantic. It definitely had romance. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I don't know if I'd call it a romance movie. Like, it left sports out, and I feel like there's just as much sports in the movie. I would definitely just classify it as a teen drama. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Yep. Teen drama? Absolutely. Like, you would classify it Dawson's Creek? Oh, yeah. Teen drama. Oh, yeah. And like uh, like we had said on the last episode of 50 Randy Quaid's, this is the first movie in our Dawson's Creek themed four pack. There were a l- Does it hurt your throat when you talk like that? No, because I don't do it a lot. Listen, there were a lot of <laughs> moments of this movie that felt like Dawson's Creek. So it was right on theme. One of them was not James Vanderbeek talking with a southern accent, because that was god awful. I don't <laughs> want your life. Whew. I mean, but that's the thing about that line, because I knew that's another thing I knew about this movie going into it was that line, because everyone quotes that line, and I don't get it, because it wasn't even the dumbest thing he fucking said in this movie. Dude, it wasn't even a big part of the movie at all. Like, it was a little thing in the movie. It was in the trailer, though. That's why everybody quotes oh. it, because it was in the trailer. Oh, I didn't know that. And the way they show it in the trailer is he says it and then throws the football at his dad's face, which isn't what happens in the movie. No, no. But, like, the trailer makes you believe he's being violent towards his father, which makes it exciting. I hope the trailer wasn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Misleading. No, it definitely was. This movie was uh, rated R, obviously, because it had some uh, nudity, some heavy sexuality, uh, language throughout, and a little bit of substance abuse. Not not much. They just drank. I think that's yeah, substance abuse. Was there any other substance? Because they're underage. I don't remember seeing pot or coke or anything like that, no. No, but it's still a Isn't substance just alcohol. Kids. Like, whenever you watch TV or something, I think it calls out alcohol substance abuse. I think they separate right. them. I think you're right. And what do you mean they were underage? This is James Vanderbeek's, like, seventh year in high school. Yeah, but I mean the characters they're playing are underage. Oh, yeah. These are still children. But this movie debuted... <laughs> <laughs> at number one. Number one, baby. That's insane. And uh, for for $15.2 million, no less, on January 15th, 1999. You know what I'd do if I had $15.2 million? Make a high school football movie starring James Vanderbeek. Uh, listen, I'm chalking this shit up right now to James Vanderbeek's star power. Because Dawson's Creek had been on the air for ex- almost exactly a year at this point. It was halfway into the second season. That show was popping. So this went number one because James Vanderbeek. It went number one? Yeah, the, the week at, the Just week that, that it came week? out. The week that it came out, it debuted at number one. Listen, we were still at the time of MTV, though, where MTV was huge in 1999 still. So, I mean, it's not just James James Vanderbeek was in this because of Dawson's Creek. Don't get me wrong. MTV played a big part in getting Dawson's Creek as over as it got over. So, like, it's all hand in hand. I recognize that. Let's also take a look at the competition that Varsity Blues had for that weekend. At number two... Patch Adams. That movie sucked. For $10.2 million in its second week. So Zero it's got $5 million already on that movie that uh, is, is only in its second week. Then number three, The Thin Red Line, 9.7 in week four. That's pulling uh, in some number money. Number four, Stepmom. I never even heard of Stepmom. You know, I bet you Stepmom nowadays would debut at number one in America. It's the Thin Red Line, the one well, with Owen Wilson. Porn. <laughs> Thin Red Line is about um, yeah, a, a, war a movie. line that was kind of reddish and thin and not fat. It is a war movie. Is that one, the one with Owen Wilson? I, I I have no idea. How Thin Red Line should be a firefighting movie. It's a war movie. Pretty sure. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. I thought I had Denzel, but I could be wrong. I was thinking at, I was I thinking Denzel, Ed Harris. So we're all over the place here. Oh uh, yeah, number four, Stepmom, six point five million dollars in week four. 
And another movie I have never or don't remember hearing about. Number five, The Prince of Egypt. You don't remember? Mariah Carey had that fucking song off The Prince of Egypt. Th- uh, was that a DreamWorks? Hero? No, Prince of... Oh, it might have been. I don't I know. I think it, it was, was when... I know Mariah Carey had a s- single off of that movie. What was though. it, like a cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, it's a cartoon. 4.6 million, week five. It's about Moses. Yep. It's a religious. Was that cartoon. the frog movie? Yes, it's the frog movie Moses about Moses. Was not it's, a frog. Yes, yeah, one of the the plagues. Jeremiah. There are frogs. No, was wasn't there? Frog? Wasn't there like a frog movie? The Frog Prince. I don't know. The Frog Prince of Egypt. In the entire history of cinema, there probably was a frog Dis- movie. Disney at some point. put out. <laughs> Disney. No, like a frog animated movie, where he was a prince, the or there was a prince. The Frog Prince. Yeah, the Frog Prince of yeah, Egypt. No, that's not. No. <laughs> you got a you got a Frog Prince playing Moses. No, Mariah Carey wasn't in the Frog Prince of Egypt. She yeah, was she was the, the Princess Frog. She was just in the Prince of Egypt. She was the Princess Frog. Oh, that in, was Mrs. Piggy in the Princess Frog of Egypt <laughs> or the Prince Frog of Egypt. That was Mrs. Piggy. <laughs> the royal family of frogs in Egypt. Kermit. Kermit. He's their cousin. It all makes sense. Who's who's cousin? And the not so popular sequel, The Frog Fuhrer. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So this movie made like pretty much a lot of money, or at least it made its money back on like almost all of its money back that it invested on uh, opening weekend, because it had a budget of about sixteen million dollars. I contributed to that. I remember that. I saw opening weekend. I saw it. I did not see it in theaters, but I saw it when it came out on. Uh, DVD. I was I was just to date myself. I was uh, just going into high school, and that was like one of my first dates ever was to go see Varsity Blues. Oh boy! And I saw part of it, but most of it we were just making out. Did you get a handy? No, <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. That I was just happy that some girl was talking to me, let alone kissing me in a theater. <laughs> did, you, did you cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn and didn't know what Listen, else to do? Like I know. It, a- Listen, it wasn't Atlantis War set I was in the movie theater with, okay? Peggy Olson. <laughs> All right, so um, domestically, this movie made $52 million, almost $53 million. So like $52.8 million. And in all foreign lands, this movie did not slay. Foreign. I'm going to bet you. It's not like they'd get it. I'm going to bet you they spent about $0 marketing this outside of the United States. And... They just focused it all mostly in Texas. <laughs> really? You don't think Australia wants to know about Texas uh, high school football? Well, they could have just marketed the titty parts. I'd go see that if I was a foreigner. That's true. It's funny that you say that, Tater, because Dawson's Creek was a huge hit in Australia. So they might have been all over this. They might have been the whole $1.4 million. Australians oh, love American shit. They do. They like country music. American country music is huge in Australia. Well, Bogans are basically rednecks, so... There was somebody in some foreign land that just saw this up on the thing, and they were like, I don't want your life. That will not be the last time we hear that tonight. For weeks. Uh, That was a great line that was written by, uh, you know, W. Peter Illiff. What do you think the W stands for? Good job, W. Peter Illiff. William. William. (laughs) Sure, that wasn't improvised. That's Could be Walter. That's more interesting. Walter, Peter, Maybe the line was improvised. Maybe I'm going to give credit to been. W. Maybe Dawson Creek was like, I'm going to say this right here. Dawson. This feels right. Oh, I'm calling him Dawson this whole show. I hope you know that. I'm just calling him Dawson's Creek this whole show. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely wrote him as Dawson in my notes. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> uh, so this movie was directed by uh, Brian Roberts. Good job, Brian Brian Robbins. (laughs) Good job, Brian Robbins. Good job. It was fine. Keep up the good work. It was fine. Directing. And uh, the stars of this movie Dawson's Creek. As James Vanderbeek. As John Moxley. A.K.A. Dawson. Playing Mox. Not to be confused with A.W. World Champion, John Moxley. But there was some unscripted Mox violence. Towards mascots. There was also a oh, paradigm dude, yeah, twice. shift. <laughs> paradigm shift. Dude, he and fucking... And there was a paradigm shift. He fucking hates mascots. Yeah, he's got a thing for mascots. Furries beware. Two times. Dude, that last guy wasn't a furry. He was just a cowboy. <laughs> no, he's just a dude on a horse. He got knocked <laughs> off the fucking horse. And uh, John Voight was Coach Kilmer. John Voight... Has always flawlessly played awesome villains. 
Dude, I kept on, like, the way he would look at the camera, I kept on thinking, like, he looks like there's a huge snake coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> there was in the form of Mox. He came and ate his yeah, ass Yeah, but Dawson's up. Creek Anaconda didn't want some because he didn't got nothing, hun. Yeah, I wish they would have cast Christopher Walken instead of John Voight. Christopher Walken. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, I don't think I could have. Right. It kind of looks like Christopher Walken. They should have cast Christopher Walken instead of Dawson's Creek. And they should have cast fucking um, I Zach Morris instead of Paul Walker. Because every time Go I saw on. Paul Walker, it just made me think of Zach Morris. <laughs> they should have totally casted Zach Morris. Like, I knew that Paul Walker was in this movie at some point before I watched it. But when he came on screen, I had completely forgotten. And I literally popped up out of my seat and was like, oh shit, it's Paul Walker. He's alive. Oh shit, it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize Paul Walker was in this movie. I had seen this movie already, by the way, multiple times. It's a pretty big role. I had role. forgotten that Paul Walker was in this movie. And then saw that he was... When I was doing the sheet, and I was just like, oh, I hope it's not CGI. And I was like, oh, no, this is when he was alive. I totally forgot Paul Walker was in this movie until I started watching it because I didn't do the sheet. Uh, well, he plays Lance Harbor, superstar starting quarterback. An all-round nice guy. Oh, yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah, they don't he play really him nice. the way you would expect the superstar quarterback to be played. No, oh, yeah, he was, he was really nice. Well, I mean, both of them, even even uh, Dawson's Creek, like both, both of those guys were like, honestly, really, most of the main characters were just kind of like nice people. Yeah, really. In a shitty situation. Really, none of them turned out to be bad people, because even uh, Christy is her name from Dawson's Creek, Allie Larder, Whipped Cream Bikini. Like, it seems like yeah, she's being devious, but when then she reveals, like, explains, like, what she feels in that moment, it's like, oh, I can sympathize with... Really, Ryan. the only shitheads in town are the dads and the coach. Yep. And then there's Ron Lester, uh, R.I.P., who plays Billy Bob. Oh, is that why there's an asterisk next to his name with Paul Walker, too? Because they're dead? Yeah, well, they're the only ones I know that are dead. I think John Voight died a couple years ago, too. Well, I didn't know that. You know that John Voight... I only knew that the Ron Lester guy... Isn't John Voight um, Angelina Jolie's dad? Yes. That's weird. It's not that weird. Kind of weird. Does it make you want to kiss John Voight now? A little bit. <laughs> no. I mean, I kind of wanted to kiss John Voight before. I just want to slick his... kind of adds I just want to slick his hair back for him. I think he does a good enough job of that. I so. know he does. I just want to help. <laughs> I want to buy John Voight's car. <laughs> That's all I've been thinking. Is I want to buy Dawson's car. Riding around in John Voight's car. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Amy Smart playing Julie Harbour. I love Amy Smart. So do I. I I knew that I recognized the, the character who is wearing the bikini, but I couldn't think of her name, and I didn't see the picture on... IMDb, so I couldn't figure it out, and I just stopped looking. It's a good thing I already knew. I already knew and said it. Exactly. So now I feel vindicated. Because she's the Dawson's Creek connection outside of Dawson's Creek. And Todd from Breaking Bad was in this movie. Have anybody seen Breaking Bad at this table? He was a little kid. No, I I don't watch terrible TV shows. Whoa. That's a hot take right there. Oh, this wouldn't be the first time we've bashed Breaking Bad. I'm not a big fan of Breaking Bad either. I've watched the whole thing, but I don't really like Breaking Bad that much. I do like Better Call Saul. Who's Todd in Breaking Bad? I don't remember. He was the dirtbag that killed that kid on the train. Who's he in this movie? Who's he in this movie? He was a little kid at that picnic when uh, they were throwing the football around at the dads. So he was just a bit side character. Yeah, he was a little kid. Yeah, he was just a little kid. Oh, Hashtag bad chat. (laughs) Wow. And uh, now we will be having our IMDb breakdown. Backup quarterback has chosen to lead a Texas football team to victory after an all-star quarterback is injured. Shut up and hold on to your nipples. Australian. Your Australian accent is about as good as James Vanderbeek's Southern Australian, accent. I'm Australian, man. I think my Australian accent is better than James Vanderbeek's Southern accent. Oh, definitely and not. Oh, no. No. And Dingo Babies. <laughs> dingo Babies. <laughs> dingo ate my baby. A Dingo ate my baby. Maybe a Dingo that ate your baby. Terrible. Somebody kick Chuck Banner off the show. I will cut your mic. Uh, so, uh... 
the first thing I wrote down when we were watching this movie is I was like, oh, yeah, Texas is crazy when it comes to high school football. Yep. And it was just a lot of, uh, like, southern vibe. So one of the first things I wrote down was um, she must have fell out of the I'm a suck your dick tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and also, I'm about to fuck a pig. So, like, things were going real hot and heavy here from the start. With football and with fucking. And Chuck thought there was no romance in this movie. (laughs) Everyone loved bacon. (laughs) I'd fuck bacon. (laughs) I mean the food, not the animal. (laughs) So basically the movie starts off with them all going to school. They got this big game. It's, I don't know, maybe the first game of the season. Maybe not the first game of the season. They were real vague on letting you know where they were in the school year. Well, if it was the first game of the season, they played exactly four games that season. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I don't remember high school football. Yeah, it makes it seem like they were pretty close to the end of the season. Those were the last games they had left. They'd had a perfect record up to that point, which they fucking blow because they get fucked up at a strip club for free the night before the game. Cause that oh yeah, dude, these kids just live like fucking legends. It's like not only are they underage drinking, but they're just getting hammered on like everybody else's dime, and oh, yeah. and stealing cop cars like Pacey Witter. And yeah, and and that's not his father, so he doesn't have that to fall back on. They're just just oh, he's a football player. I guess it's cool. No, th- but they show it. John Voight literally overhears the cop talking to one of the dads, and he's like, "Can you guys not handle my boys?" Which is yeah. basically like, "Shut the fuck up." All right. And they do. And then they're all like, they're all like, oh shit, that fucking Dawson, he can really fucking sling it, huh? They're like, damn, yeah, he can. He needs to fucking learn his way, though, fucking little bitch. That, that was, was the. That the was coach. a pretty good uh, John Voight impression. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they like. Uh, so then, like, one of the next things I wrote down was uh, Billy Bob definitely got a concussion. And I'm calling that Lance has a bum fucking knee. They said he has. They very blatantly met, said he had a bum knee when he asked Tweeter for a pill because his knee was killing him. It, well, and that was after the game. That yeah, we'd already seen him get yeah, that before shot they were in the sticking knee. needles in his knee. And then the doctor said there was so much scar tissue, so that knee has been bad for a while. Oh yeah, and they just kept on pumping yeah. it full of drugs. Yeah. He had a bum knee. Yeah, the doctor's all like, yeah. I, and by bummy, bum knee, I don't mean that they, like, cut the knee off a of bum and then sewed it onto him. <laughs> like, it was just bad. Yeah, he was worried about ruining his uh, his street racing career. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got no street cred without no knee. Yeah, I mean, like, how, how are you ever going to meet Dom if you can't get behind that wheel? Pretty simple. Steal a bum's knee. Wouldn't you want to steal, like, a star athlete's knee? Then you got to pay for it. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's got money. Which one's harder to get, Chuck? Just answer that yeah. question. Well, obviously the star athletes knee would be harder to get. Not, there's your answer. He's just a high school football player, man. Oh, but he could round you up a couple steal dads. Steal another high school football oh, player's think, knee. Steal Dawson's Creek's knee. You, <laughs> you think he could round up a couple dads to go get a high-quality knee for him? That I feel like John Voight could. Oh, you know John Voight could whip that up real quick. Yep. Well, I mean, he did threaten to take away Dawson's brown scholarship. I don't think they're looking for a brown knee, though. The fuck is Brown University? I think it's on the East it's Coast. A university. Yeah, it's be like, going to Cornell. No, Brown <laughs> is where um fucking Summer Roberts goes in uh the OC. Oh, that's right. Should be Cornell. Don't be bragging about Brown. It's Cornell. Okay, Andy. That's right. Rid it do. What do these dads do for a living that they can just go to their kids' practice? Drink. <laughs> you sure that wasn't a weekend? That might have been a Saturday. I guess it, yeah, it would have been, been a Saturday. Saturday. They had a game the night before. That would have been Friday. All right, it was a Saturday. I didn't think about that. Yeah, touche, touche. I still want to know what they all do for a living, though. Drink, <laughs> unemployment, disability, live in the past, live they, in the past. They all got bum knees from high school football, so they just live off of disability. Maybe they live off of lawsuits from John Voight. That motherfucker. Yeah, be like John Void uh, sexually assaulted yeah. me. Uh, there's me. no, there's no evidence of that shirt, but he did try to strangle me. Oh, there's lots of evidence of that. Yep. As soon as they said he'd been coaching for thirty years and then showed a fucking statue of him, I was like, oh, so he's gonna be that bad, isn't he? And he was very bad. And then immediately they show you 
They show us uh, him sticking their star quarterback with needles. Well, they even have the hats that don't say, like, West Canaan Coyotes. They say Kilmer's Coyotes. So he, like, runs this fucking town through being a high school football coach, which is so weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, I wrote down, too, I was like, so why is Billy Bob still in this game if this coach isn't a piece of shit? But he is a piece of shit when Billy Bob goes down with that first concussion. And then, like... It is clear that he is concussed for a while after that. Too. Oh, yeah. Like, multiple days, still fucked up. Where is his parents? Like, when he was, like, sweating and throwing up at home, like, his mom wasn't like, maybe we should go get that checked out. She was sweating and throwing up, too. <laughs> no, because you know her, you know his dad is probably all like, oh, suck it up, buttercup, you know you gotta just... You got to get ready for the next game. I did plenty of sweating and throwing up when I was your age. His dad is probably fucking the pig. Oh, his dad has his own bigger pig that he fucks. (laughs) He's got a hog. (laughs) He's got a hog. Bacon Senior. (laughs) Double Bacon Senior. (laughs) Double Bacon. I got one of those at a fucking fast food restaurant the other night. And then it was killing me too how the coach is blaming Billy Bob for uh, for losing the star quarterback when Billy Bob like passes out on the field and they jump over him and sack the dude and dude goes down and he's all like oh it's my shift in knee. I mean, in all fairness, it was Billy Bob's fault. <laughs> he was supposed to protect the quarterback. Well, I mean, yeah, that's his job, but it's also the coach's job to put out players who aren't. Listen, if it's the coach's job to protect the quarterback, then he should be out there on the field in a helmet and pads. <laughs> well, the coach can't do that. Well, because he's a, I don't know, 60-something-year-old? Listen, if you go to the shotgun scene later, you can tell that John Voigt has got Billy Bob wrapped all around his finger. Because he's telling oh, yeah. Dawson that he's wrong for being like, coach is a fucking asshole. He's like, no, that's where you're wrong, dog. He cares about us. And then Dawson shoots him in the face. Not literally. I mean, no, not literally. And by the way, that shotgun should not have held that many rounds in it. I'm just saying. Maybe it got loaded up when we weren't looking. Well, Johnny Spade said it during the movie, something about he had like an infinite ammo code or something. (laughs) The hat. The hat gave him infinite ammo. (laughs) Ah, that's what it is. Hey, man, I buy it. Special cowboy hat, you know. Things are bigger in Texas. Maybe it was the liquor he was drinking gave him super ammo powers. Maybe. We'll never know. I think it was apple juice. That's possible. I thought it was tequila. Maybe tea. Could be some, some iced tea, right? I was pretty convinced yeah. it was a bottle of urine. Too light. But, uh, you know. That'd be some really dark urine. I mean, dude, go on a drinking binge for a couple days and then report back to me. I don't want to do that. <laughs> can you please do that and make sure you piss in jugs so we can see the progression? <laughs> well, piss I would jugs. love that. Let's just buy bottles specifically so we can line them up from lightest to darkest. Is it a competition? No. Sure. No. We can make it a competition. Who can have the lightest? Three-day drinking binge. Who can have the darkest? Three-day drinking binge. We can have multiple awards. Uh, largest range. Lightest, darkest, cloudiest. I got six days off coming up. I'm ready to do this. All right, I'm down. You guys have fun with that. Cool, you're in. You're in, Chuck. (laughs) You're in. (laughs) (laughs) You're in the urine contest. Uh, Can I be like like Kramer immediately and just be like, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, guys. Wrong contest. I cheated at the contest. Never show weakness, you guys. O- Chuck, you need to be in. We need a control. The only pain. So what, I can't just cry. The only pain that matters is the pain you inflict. That's a fact. That's true. No, that's good life advice. That's true. Yeah, good life advice. Is you're trying to train a serial killer. Just ask any cop on any major metropolitan police force. You know that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I get too political for this show? <laughs> when, uh, here's another one of my favorite things. When the old guy shows up at the party and he's like, yeah, I've been coming to every one of these parties since the 80s. And then they hit him with like, dude, you're fucking old, and these are high school kids. Well, what's super funny is Tweeter's like, he's like, check it out, dude. This dude played football in the 80s, and then just hits him in the nuts with a wiffle ball. <laughs> Tweeter, was, Tweeter was the jackass element of this movie. Oh, oh my God. Tweeter is so good. Yeah. It- I loved it when he got in the police car and he's all like, I'm going to jail. <laughs> Just as he, yeah, I'm going to jail. He was very calm about it, yeah. <laughs> well, he's probably already wasted. Yep. 
He was. He had two bottles of liquor in his hand that he handed to the police as he walked towards their cop car. And then uh, fucking Dawson and uh, Bikini, they're at the hospital. They're, you know, they're trying to get the lowdown on whether or not fucking uh, the ghost is going to be able to race cars anymore. And then the coach is all like, all right, James, you go on home. Fucking shine up that AEW World Championship nicely. So we're going to be defending it next Friday. And we need you. That's exactly what happened. And then so he goes and he kisses his girlfriend who's fucking um, Paul Walker's sister. And his girlfriend was fucking Paul Walker's sister. Yes. No. (laughs) 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 And then Bikini, Allie Larder, Allie Carter. Ellie Larder. I was right the first time. Ellie Larder's like, oh shit, I gotta go too because I'm about to dump Paul Walker. Can't race anymore. And I gotta see if I can ride Dawson's coke trails up the creek. Did you say coke trails? So, <laughs> yes. Let's <laughs> start a new thing here. Coke <laughs> tails? He's, he's, <laughs> Amber is the color of your energy. Ellie Larder is trying to ride Dawson's coattails up the creek and get herself a scholarship. That's a bad way to go up a creek is on coattails. <laughs> <laughs> so Dawson turns down Ellie Larder when it was a bad move. All right, so I knew that the whipped cream bikini was a thing, but I never realized the detail of the cherries on the nipples. Oh, and yeah. that really put that cream. shit over the top. Oh, yeah. Cherries on top. It was an ice cream sun. It was a boob float. A boob float. <laughs> yep. I don't know anybody that could turn that down. That is a way. Well, even Dawson's Creek said that he, he, the whipped cream bikini usually works for him. That whipped cream would have came off right away. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to eat my way to the fuck. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. All I know is this. Involving whipped cream in sexual acts makes that whipped cream start to really smell in about five to seven minutes. It's not just saying. it's not as pleasant. I heard from a friend. You know what is pleasant though is when you find out that your sex ed teacher is also a local stripper. Ten. That would have been awesome. I give it a yeah. fucking ten. Ten. Oh. Ten. Ten. Fucking ten. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. And not only is your sex ed teacher a stripper, but while she's stripping, she is also a sex ed teacher. Yeah. That's very true. It's it's poetic, really. It- <laughs> and then she's all like, yeah, let's not say anything about this because people can't find out. Like, do nobody else go to this strip club? Here's, yeah. Apparently. No, but that doesn't make any fucking sense because they'd have to be close enough to home that they would give them a free night at the strip club. You don't go to the next town over with a rival football team and get a free night. Right? <laughs> right. Exactly. But then also, the teacher can go there and none of the patrons know it's her. Like, do the local dads go to another town for their strip clubs? Like, they rotate that. Either that or maybe they just don't care. Well, why's it got to be a secret? Maybe everybody's just dumb. I mean, they're taking sex out of their senior year. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they only care about football. They're trying to get their 23rd division title or something. They, care, division they care about football and taking care of Pedro. Pedro. Yeah. One of the many things that they call penis in this movie. Yes. Lots of penis talk. Penis. Well, penis, not a penis. lot of penis talk. Just a little bit of a penis talk in... Like a lot of penis talk in one little part in the movie. Purple headed yogurt slinger. A lot of penis and a little area. <laughs> Clam chowder repository. <laughs> I I remember watching this movie and I forget I or I had forgotten if Billy Bob did actually commit suicide. And when they dropped off the pig, I was like, oh, shit, is Billy Bob going to kill himself? And maybe, then, of course, Dawson saves the day. Maybe if they released a Snyder cut. I, th- <laughs> I, I thought Billy Bob... I, I think there's a different movie I'm thinking of, but I uh, watching it, I thought that Billy Bob like ended up like like dying of concussions. Like, he, Oh, that was not another team movie. 
Was that a not another teen? Yeah, movie? Billy Bob is in not another teen movie, parroting his character from this movie, and his name is Billy Bob. And they count the amount of concussions, and at the last yeah. game, he okay. So that was from the parody. Okay, that like, makes you sense. got three concussions left, and then you die. But in this movie, and I'm pretty sure he uses them all up. But in this, yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. In this movie, they scan uh, Billy Bob's cat, and he's all cat, good to go. Yeah. He's yeah. all good to go. They scan his cat. And Dawson's like, what? Oh, you got a cat scan. You mean you got a human brain and it works? I got the scan on <laughs> I know, my cat, right? See? Crazy. They scanned my cat. They scanned my cat, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> and then they finally get to the championship game, right? And Finally. It took all movie to get to that point. I know, right? Jesus. I can't, and... I can't believe they took an hour and like... 30 minutes to get to this climax. It's unheard of in filmmaking. It's ridiculous. And so they get to this championship game, and the star running back's killing it, and then he goes down with an injury, and coach is all like, all right, you're going to take a knee. And so like the trainer's all like, nah, man, he tore something. And coach is like, can you fix it? Can he play? It's like, if he lets us. And then they get to the locker room, and they're going to stick him with the needle. And fucking Dawson shows up and he's like, nah, man, fuck this shit. If you stick him with that needle, you're going to find yourself a new fucking quarterback. Here's the thing. They never gave that running back the option. Like, everybody spoke for him. Maybe he had a scout there that night and he wanted to fucking go back out. Yeah, but then, like, Paul Walker comes in and he's like, dude, it's not worth it. They just feed you bullshit and then they pump you full of full of it and you do it once and then all of a sudden it becomes a sliding scope and you're able to do it more. But it was the last game. They're not going to do it anymore. They're just going to do it that one time. But they had brought... Well, what if he goes to college? They had brought that character in before and he was like, yo, coach is racist. He was like, damn, yeah. damn, Dawson. I thought you knew that shit's fucked up. And so that's why Dawson like intentionally got him a play. He went against the coach's call and got due to touchdown, and then he got the injury right after that. So dude's on board with this crusade against the coach more than he is for this scout. Fair enough. And he did end up getting into that college, as Dawson's Creek explained to us right before the end credits. Yeah, wasn't there like an opening monologue and then a closing monologue with the voiceover? Yeah. Pure 90s fashion, baby. Let's talk about Dawson's Creek's jeans. The carpenter jeans and how baggy yeah. they are. My God. That was the 90s for you. But he wasn't baggy. even wearing them right, dude. He was wearing them up around his like belly button instead of like letting them drag and get all raggedy and torn on the ground. I don't know if you guys remember that time, but like Maybe he just my jeans were ones. safety pinned together because they were ripped all the way up to my knee usually. Okay, mine never got that ripped, but I definitely stepped all over the back of them. Especially wearing, yeah. especially wearing chucks, like it would easily fall over your shoe. Then you tear them Fuck apart. Yeah. Not up to my knee, though. I'd get new jeans before then. You didn't have enough street cred, man. I, I didn't. You're right. Fucking, I was wearing those. Dude, I had big old fucking jeans, man. Fucking stepping on the backs of those motherfuckers. Nobody else had that experience. Nope. Okay. I also wore a lot of shorts. Did anybody wear a Stussy hat, like, curled up as tight as you could get it, down as far over your eyes as you could get it? Because that's what I was wearing then, too. I wore a Florida Gators college football hat, or I guess not necessarily football, but logo hat, that I folded the brim into a square, basically, and I wore that. Oh, I like that, into the square. I pretty much wear my hats the same way I did then, except I got glasses now, so my hat doesn't come down over my eyes. But, like, you know, back then, man, you tight, curl that hat as tight as you can get it and pull it down as far over your face as you can so no one can see you coming. Always pull it. And you can't see anybody else coming, either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't often wear my hat forward, so I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about 1999. I don't remember how I wore my hat then. You no, I totally you wore didn't. big glasses in 1999, so I bet you didn't wear a lot of hats. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> so after they like Dawson's like, all right, I'm fucking out of here, and Coach is like, all right, fucking Twitter, you're gonna just gonna take the snaps. Twitter's like, nah, I'm not, man. I ain't playing either. And Billy Bob's like, I ain't going to fucking play either. I'll fucking beat you to death both your arms. And everybody's, like, threatening to quit and fucking coach. Then he just, like, snaps and he runs at Dawson and he starts fucking strangling him. Yeah, this fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. This 65-year-old man is strangling an 18-year-old kid. The children! Yeah. And uh, 
So then they're like, hey, the only way we're going to go out there and play is if you don't fucking come out there. And so, like, the coach is like, fuck you. Like, (laughs) I'm going to fucking do this, and you guys are going to follow me out. And he starts walking out, and everybody's just fucking standing there like, fuck this. And coach fucking walks out in the hallway and then don't see him until he's see him in his office kind of like just taking shit and putting it in boxes well they i love how they they leave him in the hallway with all of the the division championship banners in the dark with no players like they really hammer that home like he's got nothing but this bullshit yep because he's a piece of shit all he does is ride this fucking kids into the ground and fucking belittle them and be like oh you got a concussion fucking walk it off don't be a bitch Oh, you fucking blew out your knee six times? Ah, Shoot don't worry. up, Johnny. We'll just fucking squirt a little steroids. I mean, well, it up, you know, princess. Definitely a realistic portrayal, I'm sure, of, of many football coaches, though. So, Especially in high school. Because, you know, them high school games are so important. <laughs> yeah, they, they literally mean nothing. Hey, man, his, his full ride to Florida State, man. That actually means a lot. It does. Well, I mean, at least, at least uh, he'll be a... Uh, good coach for this school. I like how he just hobbles out down the field and crutches and just puts the headset on. Like, fucking, he's like, all right, I got this. So, yeah, you know, I'm like 17, 18 years old. I can be the coach. I got this. Someone's got a Championship coach. game. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I got. They win the game on that hook and ladder play that they've been practicing at least a handful of times. And Billy Bob still doesn't understand. He's like, is that that play where I run down the field lost? <laughs> Well, he also went in. Which I would love to see that play. He also went on defense and helped cause the blocked punt, which set them up for uh, that. Yeah, play. that was why, like, part of the reason why they wanted to run that play, right? Because they're like, "Hey, you got us here. Without you, we're not in this situation. So we'll fucking throw this play." Oh, I there. think I think Dawson Moxley was going to get that game in his hands, no matter what. In Billy Bob's in, in Billy Bob's hands, that is. Not before he throws a football at a man on a horse, though. Definitely. No man, he got clocked the ball somehow. <laughs> Wouldn't that be intentional grounding to just throw it at a mascot on the sideline? No, if there's a receiver in the area. Is the is the cowboy a receiver? If there's a wide receiver lined up out there, that's not intentional grounding. You just chuck it anywhere? You can throw it near a receiver out of bounds. Huh. Football's stupid. <laughs> if there's an eligible receiver in the area, now, listen. I understand what you're telling me. It's it. stupid though, so let's move on. Well, does anybody think, anybody else have anything to say about the movie Varsity Blues? It was very '90s. This was a very late '90s movie. Oh, it really. There is no denying the '90s in this movie. Oh, I would agree with you there. Fully embraced That's, it. Well, I guess that brings us to the part of the show where we're going to rate this movie on a scale of 1 to 50 Randy Quaid. 1 being the lowest, 50 being the greatest. IMDb gives this movie a 32.5 Randy Quaid's. And we are going to start with our guest, Johnny Spade. Give it a 10. <laughs> a fucking 10. <laughs> so why you give it a 10? Uh, it probably wasn't that bad to be a 10, but I just wanted to give it a 10. I honestly couldn't grade it that well. Like, I mean, it was decent. It was entertaining. But I feel like I chalk it up to it being the 90s. That, But I just feel like it didn't really know what the movie wanted to be because the comedy was so trying to be so comedic. And then the drama was si- trying to be so dramatic that it had such different shifts and tones towards that way where you could never really pin it down to what they wanted yeah i can uh i can see where you're coming from on that it was a similar complaint made about ready or not yeah 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 uh w- would you suggest that people see this movie varsity blues and if you got an hour and 44 minutes to kill it's not a bad viewing that's kind of what i was thinking too like it's, it's it's not not worth your time and uh will you be seeing varsity blues again no I will not. <laughs> well, I mean, I have the rental for another like thirty six oh, no. hours. <laughs> the first time I ever saw the movie, it'd probably be the only time I ever watch it. I mean, I mean, I, we could try to you know rip through it another three or four times. I'm down. Can we do it during our drinking binge where we measure our year? Yes. No. <laughs> You're in. Uh, how about you, JT Money? I feel like IMDb or whatever we get this rating from was pretty much right on the money. Uh, I'm going to give it a 33. And a lot of it is that 90s nostalgia because I 
I wasn't a senior in high school in 1999, but I know what 1999 felt like, and they fucking definitely encapsulated, outside of not being able to relate to being small-town football Texas, but I don't know. The tone just felt very 1999, and I enjoyed that. James Vanderbeek was delightfully terrible, as was most of the cast, really. Like, it felt so hammy and over-the-top, but it didn't feel like that's what they were trying to do. Which is kind of to your point, Duck John, where it doesn't know if it's a comedy or a drama or both somehow at the same time. But I plus yeah, like when uh, Billy Bob after the concussion when he was in class, he starts like they made that scene funny before he ran to the bathroom, where he's all Bleh. and then he goes and he comes back and then he fucking passes out. It's like why did you make that scene? Because they just wanted to put in the penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. That's usually how that works, yeah. I don't know. So, But I still really had a good time watching it. Um, so 33 it is. However, if I would have watched this when it first came out, I was like 15, I probably would have watched it many more times for all them titties. <laughs> I agree with you, but maybe not for the same reason. <laughs> oh, so, you know, all right. So I had a pretty good uh, idea of... Uh, what I was going to rate this pretty early on. So I'm going to give you the complete breakdown of how my score came to be. Um, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. So I was initially going to give it a 35, but then Billy Bob drops a hard F. So I immediately take 10 points away. Um, immediately. And then Twitter makes a joke about feeding girls pills and alcohol yeah. to have sex with them. And I dropped it five points there for that, but then like it recovered because the movie itself, Dawson's Creek, said, "I hope you have fun in jail," which totally made that uh, uh, better in my in my eyes. Like they were saying, like that's not good. Well, yeah, because they didn't soften the f bomb at all. So so I dropped it ten points for, uh, you know. So now I'm down to twenty five, and then like an offspring song came on, and I gave it like two and a half more points. And then, like, they played the There Goes My Hero song twice. So that gave it another two and a half points. So I just finally settled on 35. And uh, we would be watching... Uh... No, I'm not going to... Listen, this is the second time I've seen this movie. Like, it's good. It's all right. It's 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 one of the okayest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's entertaining. You know... Uh, I'm not going to tell people to go watch it either. Like, they can go fuck themselves. Like, this is <laughs> okay. Like, there's better movies they could be watching. There's no reason. Someone's like, hey, I'm thinking about watching a movie tonight. Should I watch a movie? I'm not going to be like, yeah, there's this awesome movie with the guy from Dawson's Creek where he plays football. Like, no way. There's no way in hell I'm doing that. Um, but, you know, like, if you've got nothing to do and, like, You've been drinking steadily the night before, and it's Sunday, and your head hurts, and you turn on the TV, and it's on, and you just want something on while you go in and out from a hangover nap all day. Like, this is a good movie for that. I don't want your life. (laughs) Yeah, so 35. All right, so I uh, stumbled across the number 30, and... Thought about going a little higher. Didn't really think about coming a little lower on it. I was pretty much like the bottom was going to be a 30. But then every time I would give it a little bit, like the movie would make me take things back, like Tater had said. And uh, I just kind of came back to what my original like gut feeling for what the movie was and was like, all right, like, this is where I can settle. And so, like, I like, and I agree with a, a lot of things you said, Tater, where it was like, yeah, I'm not really rushing to tell people to see uh, Varsity Blues from 1999. Like, if you want to watch a sports movie, there are plenty of better sports movies. Yeah, in, in fact, a better sports movie I can think off the top of my head. The day after I saw She's the Man, I talked to Chuck and I said, Chuck, you need to see She's the Man. I wouldn't do that with Varsity well, Blues. Well, she's no, this is no She's the Man. She's the Man is a 50 out of 50. This is a strong 30 out of 50. I will not be buying this movie because it is not joining the 50 Club. 
And that was part of the reason why I had to buy and own She's the Man. <laughs> here's it's, a, here's it's part another of the sports club. movie we could watch, The Mighty Ducks. Ooh. I mean, there's lots of good sports movies that are better than this. Uh, Ladybugs or whatever it's called. Yes, Sandlot. or whatever. Sandlot. I don't like any of those movies. You don't like Sandlot? Uh, a League of Their Own. I kind of like Sandlot. Oh, A League, really of, their League of Their Own. <laughs> really I like movie. Space Jam. Space Jam is really good. <laughs> oh, dude. We all experience Space Jam. At some point in our life. It's better as an adult. <laughs> it's really good. What's that one movie where Ray Allen plays Jesus Shuttlesworth? Is it uh, Love and Basketball? I don't know who Jesus Maybe. And there was also The Sixth Man. Is. That was sad. What about Rudy? Cel- Rudy? Celtic Pride? Oh, that movie's fantastic. Ready to Rumble? Million Dollar Baby? Million dollar bit with fucking isn't that what it's called yep. with uh with Clint Eastwood with and uh, Drew Barrymore? No, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I liked Million Dollar Baby, but I don't like Drew Barrymore, and that's why. Because it wasn't Drew Barrymore. So you don't like Hillary Swank? No, I do like Hillary Swank. That's why I like Million Dollar Baby. Wait, what are you talking about then? The one with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Yeah, the one where like she's a, a boxer. boxer. Yeah. yeah. They talk about it on that episode. No, of the I'm Office. thinking of a different movie that definitely has Drew Barrymore in it. You're right. That one has Hillary Swank. Never been kissed. No. Is that baseball she movie? She has like some baby in Walmart or something. Oh, no, wow. that's a different that doesn't movie. help me at all. I think it's called like, it's like a Julia Roberts, Roberts movie. The whole movie's about her having a baby in Walmart. Yeah, like, and they named the baby America. It's yeah. a really dumb movie. What? It is fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's called Billion Dollar Baby or Million. No, Dollar no, Baby. it's definitely not called Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> it's called like Walmart Baby or something. I don't know. God bless America. I don't know. Some stupid God shit. God bless Walmartica. Baby on sale. Baby for sale. <laughs> but you know what? Rolling back. I the think prices. there's something we can. I think we can all agree. That you can catch all of our episodes on 50randyquades.com and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at 50randyquades and like us on the Facebook page. Next time on 50randyquades. There's going to be a next time. Episode 109. Disturbing behavior. We jump into our second of our four pack of the Dawson's Creek themed movies. With the Katie Holmes-led Disturbing Behavior. Oh, that movie totally came out at the height of my crush for Katie Holmes. I recommend yeah. that you uh, go go to YouTube good. and pull up the Flies video, Got You Where I Want You. which I watch that video like twice a week still. I love that. Perfect. Well, so she's in the you video. It's Katie, perfect. If you're a Katie Holmes fan, why don't you do yourself a favor and see the gift? Batman Begins? No. No, I'm the not, gift. I'm not a Katie Holmes fan. But at one point in my youth, I had a crush on her, and disturbing well, behavior yeah, came out. She gets that naked night. in the game. Wow! Thanks, Chuck. You just ruined the whole movie for me. <laughs> Doesn't really ruin anything. <laughs> Spoiler! Spoiler alert! Hey, man, what's after the trailer? <laughs> but uh, until next time, we watch movies so you don't have to. Peace, Peace out. out.